Alright everybody, how we doing on this Monday night? It is June the 7th. This is week 14 of Special Needs with Special Circumstances. I can't believe it's already June 7th and week 14. Wow. So, to jump right into it, it has been a crazy couple of days. On Friday, I was on the bus up until 10 o'clock. So, I didn't get home until 10 o'clock. That was Friday. Saturday was also an hour and a half. I didn't end up getting home until like 9.30. Yesterday... Um, I didn't get home until almost 8.30. That was an hour and a half. Today's bus ride um, was late. The first bus was late a half an hour in the morning because I had to be to my physical therapy appointment at 8 a.m. I don't know if you guys know, but I do uh, occupational therapy on Mondays at 8 a.m. in the morning that's fairly new I haven't been doing it for that long um so it's um you know it's fairly new and the driver that picked me up this morning I asked him I said do you realize how late you are and he said well how late I am I said yeah because I had an eight o'clock appointment I needed to be somewhere at a certain time and basically when you put an appointment time in place you have got to be at that destination on time like there's no ifs ands or buts about it now my therapist occupational therapist uh she is or no, physical therapist, sorry. She's not an OT, she's a PT. Physical therapist, uh, sorry, Julian. She is very understanding. So he gets out of the bus and I'm like, right then and there, I tell him, do you know how late you are? You're an hour and a half late. Like, where have you been? And he didn't have an answer for it. Like, he could not give me a straight answer. He was like, well, you're going to have to call MV, and I'm just doing what MV told me. And I said, no, no, no. I said, first of all, you're the driver, okay? Second of all, there is no reason why you should be at half an hour late, especially if my bus is at 6.55 in the morning till 7.25. So within that time, what were you doing? that you were a half an hour late. Plus, there was a girl already on the bus. So, you know, obviously, I figured she was already also late to going where she needed to go. So, it's been a rough couple of days. Um, Today is my Wednesday. Tomorrow is my Thursday. Um, covering for somebody so they're going to be back on the 20th from vacation and I gotta tell you these uh, past couple days they've been 
they've been tough, you know, and um, I've been managing it, trust me, but they've been really, really tough. Um, the struggle is definitely real. It was definitely real today. I did a 16 and a half, like 16 and a half, and a half hour day today. Because I got up at 6.15. My day ended at, I got here at 8.56. And I just, it was a long day. Because I worked, um, I had to leave physical therapy and turn around and go to work from 11 to 7.30. So... You can say that it's, um, excuse me, I'm eating some, uh, Starburst gummies. I've been in, on this gummy trip for the last couple of days, too. They have, um, Skittles gummies, Starburst, Starburst gummies, um, they have the Lifesaver gummies. So I've been on this gummy trip for the last couple of days now. These are the sour ones, actually. Uh, they're pretty good. But, um... Yeah, these past couple of days have been very emotional, very, uh, very hard. And I got through the first week. I'm getting through the first week. Um, tomorrow is my Thursday. I'm back at work tomorrow at 2.30. So I do have some time to rest before I go back in. I don't have to go as early as I did um, all the other previous days that I have been having to go. But RTC, they've been... They've been really bad during the evening time um, for a lot of people. And if they continue this, then I'm going to have to schedule an appointment time so that way I'll be able to leave work early and not have to... Because, I mean, who wants to really sit on a bus for an hour and a half to two hours after they didn't work an 11 to 7.30 shift, basically, you know, been at work all day. They start their day going to physical therapy um, from 8 to 9, and then after work from 11 to 7.30. On top of that, you sitting on the bus for... How long was it today? Almost about 45 minutes. Just a little bit shy over an hour. Um, it would have been an hour if I got here at 9 o'clock. Because I think I left work at, I believe, 7.47. They had got there just as the window started. So it was 7.45 to 8.15. And, yeah. Tonight wasn't that bad like it was for the past couple of days. The other few days, it was really, really rough. Like, um, yesterday, it was rough. The day before that was rough. Friday was definitely rough. Um... You know, I understand, you know, they don't have enough drivers. But really, 
Um, you shouldn't keep somebody on the bus for three hours who is on dialysis um, when those people uh, get their blood back in them. Their blood is cold. They've been in a cold building and then they have to come on a bus and be running around to Timbuktu, who knows what. And they're ready to go home because they're weak, they're tired, you know, they're still, you know, bleeding. And, you know, I had this uh, dialysis patient we went to go pick up on Saturday. We go to pick him up and he wasn't ready. Um, and, you know, obviously that's not his fault. It's uh, scheduling's fault because the way they had it scheduled. And so we go pick him up and he's not ready. And so, of course, dispatch doesn't send a message. They don't call. They don't say anything. And we go 10 miles across town to get this person. And of course, that dialysis patient had to end up waiting for another bus because, I mean, he had to get marked as a no-show because, or cancel at the door because he wasn't ready. Um, so, and plus, too, it's getting hot also. So, I don't want to have to be waiting outside when it's 102, 105, 108, 110 for them because they don't want to explain why they're late or why they're running behind and you know you get caught with that oh it's a shared ride thing we know that it's a shared ride but there shouldn't be no excuse why they need to be running you know an hour to hour and a half behind and um 45 minutes is obsessive i think um you know, I really do believe that there needs to be some kind of consequence for that when they're late. You know, because they don't want us to be late, but they can be late. And God forbid we be late, then they're going to be like, oh, we were there and we waited five minutes. And knowing that they don't wait five minutes, they're just like, oh, you know, we were there and we waited. But no, you didn't wait. Um... And that's one of the reasons why uh, when they pass by, I get them on camera. Because a lot of times what was happening was they'd come here and saying that, oh, we were, we were there, but they were never here. And so I was either missing my bus or they just didn't come to the door now people who are you know elderly or in a walker or in a wheelchair um, generally these drivers should be coming to the door a lot of them don't like to depending on who you have um, especially because you know, they're they're on dialysis. They have some kind of, you know, medical condition preventing them from moving any faster or for them because they could 
you know, barely walk. And I've seen dialysis patients where they struggle to get up the stairs because they're just that weak. And, you know, I've seen a lot of different things in riding the service for 16 years. Um, it's very, uh, it's very sad. It's very emotional, uh, physically and mentally draining. For those who ride it every day, like myself, I ride it seven days a week. So it's definitely, it definitely takes a toll when you have to sit on there more than 30 to 40 to 45 minutes. And then 45 minutes turns into an hour and a half to two hours. Um, There's a client today, he was on there for two hours and 45 minutes, which, again, that's overly excessive. Um, Anything past two hours, hour and a half is over excessive. And um, like I said, if it continues, I'll just have to uh, start going home early because I, I can't just be sitting in that seat for that long. You know, you got to get home and eat or go to the restroom at some point. And it's a good thing I use it before I leave work because you never know how long you're actually going to be on that bus once you get on there. And now that, you know, think things are at 100% capacity and people are getting out, you know, you just never know. Um, but they definitely don't have enough drivers for this and they need more um, because a lot of what's happening now is there's a lot of backtracking there's a lot of uh, full circle where you um, start right back up where you were or where you began when you first began your shift there's a lot of that going on Um, if it was just where they could have a certain area where they just pick up people Um, like Summerlin, North Las Vegas, Henderson, uh, Northeast, um, Southeast, um, Southwest, you know, um, it would make it a lot easier than having to um, be pinging backwards and forward because, you know, there's so much backtracking going on there's so much time wasted when they have to do that Um, instead of making it easier they want to make it harder and I think um, part of the reason is too is because they they get mileage for that Um, almost guarantee that they get mileage for it so they want to make sure every one of those seats are filled and you know the stuff that special needs go through I know I've talked about this before it's very detrimental it's very important it's very real um this is when I share this stuff with you guys it's very um it's life uh stuff that happens in our lives every day obstacles and challenges and things that we face every day transportation being a huge obstacle like I said in my podcast um, on Friday 
I am not a last minute person because if I need to do something, it needs to be scheduled within advance notice at least a week and a half out so that I know what's going to be going on because I can't be like, oh, let me just schedule something in like three days. No, that's not how it works. And so, um, you know, I'm still going to be working on the car thing and the license. Um, That's still a goal of mine because I want to be able to drive and have my own vehicle and have, be able to have my own freedom so I don't have to rely on them. But just the stuff that we've been having to deal with alone just within this past couple of days, I mean, you know, temperatures are, are just skyrocketing and it's getting hotter. So the, our clients are going to get more irritated because they don't want to be standing out in the heat when they're having to wait on this bus for 40 to 45 minutes to an hour. And then you get to them and then they ask you why you're late. And the driver acts like he or she doesn't want to give an explanation. But there has to be a reason why you relate that much. You know, you can't just be like, oh, you know, well, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna give an explanation because, you know, you want to be a a douchebag like this driver was this morning. Um, He had zero compassion, zero nurturing. Uh, This dude shouldn't even be doing this job in the first place because I don't even know where he got his brain from probably got it out of a Cracker Jack box because he knew exactly what I said. And I've, um, you know, I've been finding that a lot lately. It happened last week when I had the incident that I had last week um, where I was asking somebody, can I help you? And they act like they didn't hear me. Like, and I'll say this once and I'll say it again. Do not treat special needs like we are, you know, uh, dumbfounded, like we don't know what's going on, like we have all our senses, we're people before the disability, treat us with respect, Um, that will continue, there will be zero tolerance for disrespect, and there will be zero bullying if we we find out that uh, we're not being treated fairly, we're going to say something about it. We're going to speak out about it. Um, we're not going to be nice about it anymore. Because it's it's way too much going on right now in this world for us to be um, nice about it. And I feel like, you know, it, it comes to a time where we have to, uh, you know, we, we have to, the gloves have to come off. Um, and we just, you know, that's where we are. Um, it's just one of those things where this group acts like, you know, this group isn't, you know, respected like they should, and they don't.
get the proper respect that they desire. And, um, you know, normally I don't really, uh, get irritated with drivers, but this particular driver, I was irritated with him, um, because the way he carried himself, for one, the way he addressed the situation, it was like he didn't care, because obviously, um, you know, it's not him using it, and if it was one of his family members using it, then he'd have a different outlook on things, you know, and I always say that if it was one of, um, you know, their parents, or grandparents, or aunts and uncles, or what have you, they'd have a different outlook on, you know, the system, and the service as a whole, and what I find is that, you know, when you don't get a driver that is not compassionate, or he he didn't even apologize. Um, that was another thing for being late. He didn't even apologize for being late. And that's what set me off, too. Because you're sitting here, you're a half an hour late. Uh, the least you can do is, like, apologize or say something. But he didn't do anything to that effect. Not at all. So, um, again... We will stand up for what we uh, believe in. We will not tolerate any disrespect. Uh, We will continue to get treated like human beings. We will continue to uh, pledge our heartstrings. We will continue to be a light for this dark world that we live in nowadays. We will continue to um, bring color to the world and and bring... uh, sensitivity to the world and emotion to the world and we will continue to pull at your heartstrings and pull on your hearts because that's what we do even the words that come out of our mouth we can instantly have you in tears because the things that we say and how we move you with our voices um and the things that we say and do um is like no other group that you've ever seen so you know, always keep in mind, guys, that, you know, you're always one car accident away from being uh, quadriplegic or uh, paraplegic. So, you know, why society is taking life for granted every day, you have this beautiful group that, you know, is just trying to survive in this world every day and trying to get noticed and get accepted and just want to be loved and want to be cared about and not forgotten and you know respected for who they are um I find it disturbing how you know how much uh, little compassion that there is little empathy that there is uh, little care that there is you know if we're going through a situation and we're sitting here explaining something to you listen to it it's probably because we're telling you it for a good reason 
And that brings me to this morning. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Julian, uh, my occupational therapist, for listening uh, this morning. That's a great lady right there. So shout out to her. You know, sometimes, you know, we want you guys to listen. Sometimes we just, we don't want advice. We just want you guys to listen. We want you to be tuned in. We want you to be aware of what's going on. Um, and a lot of people have a hard time doing that when it comes to us. Uh, make sure you're sitting at eye level with us, whether it be on a chair, whether it be on a, you know, a ball or a beanbag chair or, or a stool. Um, like my um, occupational therapist was sitting on this morning. She was sitting on a stool um, because we were doing a posture technique. So um, working on a lot of posture technique, uh, standing technique, um, shoulder techniques, you know, um, you know, so I keep my, you know, upper body strength healthy and you know, working on the lower, lower extremities at the same time. Of course, I'm sore today because I did a lot today. And, of course, getting my exercise and walking. So, you know, I'm feeling it right now. And I'm still able to sit here and tell you and do this podcast right now. Um, you guys are probably wondering, like, how I'm doing all this. But, um definitely uh, isn't easy that's for sure you know especially because you've been up since 6.15 this morning and um, you know just getting home a little while ago and you're trying to you know wind down and relax and you know but you gotta keep your fans up to date and you gotta keep them tuned in and that's what we do here that's what you know, special needs or special circumstances is all about, you know, us telling you what our struggles and obstacles and hurdles are mentally, physically, and emotionally, and, um, I just want to thank everybody who has supported, uh, this podcast for the last 14 weeks, um, it's been amazing, you guys keep sharing it, keep listening to it, it's on all platforms right now, um, if you guys don't know what those platforms are, they're Spotify, Apple, uh, Bricker, Public Radio, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Cast, TuneIn. You know, you can also catch it on uh, Anchor, which is where I record my podcast Monday through Friday. Um, so. I mean, this app has been a, a blessing for me to be able to report all the stuff that goes on in special needs lives every day for five days a week. And, um, you know, and also do a special weekend at that also, too. So hopefully to be setting up some different um, interviews, getting some people on show now that, you know, to do some things so yeah that's just where we are right now you know that it's hard you know especially with this pandemic and how it's really shaped things and 
core of a lot of things um, have been affected. Special needs has been a really big one. We are still affected. We're still not out of the woods. We're still isolated. We're still There's still a lot of people that aren't able to get out, that aren't able to go to work. Our suicide rate is up right now because they feel alone. Um, we're very sheltered, um, sheltered and isolated and, and, you know, so when you see one of us, you know, say hello, check on us, see how we're doing, ask if we need anything, if we want anything, um, take five minutes to find this podcast, listen to it, you never know what you may learn, and you may need to listen to a message, um, day because you maybe went through something and you may have just needed to hear this or something else that I've said in my past podcasts so don't forget that um, it could always um, be worse and you know but it still doesn't change the fact that uh you know, if we're, you know, if we're, um, talking to you about something, just be, you know, respectful and pay attention and be eye level with us. Don't be looking around, like literally pay attention, um, when we're talking to you because we want you to know that, you know, we want to know that you're focused in on us and that you're paying attention and that we have your full attention. So, um, you know, just remember that I can't think of a more ruder way when somebody is not paying attention because they're more uh, focused on something else than uh, focusing on, you know, what we're talking about. There's um, 61 billion children and adults in the U.S. that have a physical, mental, emotional, intellectual uh, disability. Uh, Schizophrenic bipolar is one of them also. Um, You know, it's just... It's one of those things where... Sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we don't want to use our devices that we have. Um, I know for me, I don't use the walker that I have in the house. I just use it when I'm out somewhere, when I go out in public. Um, And I have other, um, other devices too. I have a walker, I have a manual wheelchair, I have a power chair. I have a a racing chair also that I'm going to get certified here in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be able to take it on paratransit and use it also. So I'm going to get that done in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I think that's it for right now. Um, I'll be back tomorrow, uh, with another edition, uh, probably morning edition since I have some time.
But remember, as always, um, don't ignore us. Always be listening. You know, hear what we have to say. We want to know that you are listening, that you hear us. You know, and if we're going through something, it's probably real. So just be mindful. Uh, Be respectful. If you have a question about our diagnosis and what we have, feel free to ask. Feel free to be a friend. Feel free to, you know, hug us because we're going to come hug you more times than you can ever imagine. We're here to uh, bring that light, bring color, uh, to tug at your heart, your heart strings, uh, your emotions, whether it be good or bad or indifferent. That's what we do. Um, you know, just to have tears well up in your eyes just by the way we talk. Um, you know, we're we're that powerful group that no one really knows what our next move is going to be. And we like to keep it that way because we like to keep you guys guessing. It keeps you on your toes a lot. So I think that that in itself is... Uh, is a great thing, but as always, um, you don't have to take my word for it. This has been Benjamin with special needs, with special circumstances, and I'll see you guys later. Have a good night.